Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody. It's me, the Einstein of Wall Street. We are here with Trade Like Einstein. I am Peter Tuckman, and we're here on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange in the balcony. History is made in this building every single day. Somebody with my long-term experience, I've been here for 137 years. It is my responsibility to help teach you how to navigate this market successfully. Boom! We've talked about trading. We've talked about tech. We've talked about investing. We've talked about being a young person trying to navigate the world into becoming a successful whatever you want to be. We've talked about, do you want to learn? Do you want to learn to trade? Do you want to learn to trade stocks successfully or not? However, I want to take it slow for a minute, pull back and talk about all the questions that people probably are asking themselves. Look, we're coming out of a pandemic. The world is a different place. I always say we're coming out of the other side of crazy town. And also, look, and I'm not going to talk about spiritual stuff and emotional stuff and all that. We may take that on a different episode also. But what I want to talk about is the questions that people have about what is the best time to invest in the stock market? Question number one, I'm going to go over the most asked questions that the Einstein of Wall Street gets. You know, I look like Einstein. I'm not that friggin' smart. I am here trading like Einstein for Money News Network. So we're going to pick it one question at a time. What was the question? Do you remember? What is the right time to invest in the stock market? Okay. And this is disclaimer. This is not financial advice at all, but we've watched the markets go up and down, right? We've had bullish markets over time. Historically, the markets do nothing but go up. We obviously had the crash of 29. We had the crash of 87. We had the bubble of 2001. We had the financial crisis of 07, 08, 09. And then once again, obviously, we had the crash of COVID. And I don't use the word crash lightly because we've had crises. We've had pullbacks. We've had sell-offs. A crash is a significant, fast and furious sell-off that will be affected by certain things, the components of which each have been different. What made the crash of 29 happen is very specific. What made the crash of 87 happen? It was very specific. And as we know, the financial crisis was a mortgage uh, a crisis that caused the failure of the banks back then. And obviously we saw one of the first and only health crises that was in, in fact a massive global thing. So when is the best time? It really depends on your risk reward uh, ratio, your risk profile, and it depends on your age and whatnot. So if we think about those crashes, those sell-offs that we've seen, and there have only been a handful of them, over time, they've actually been better buying 
um, opportunities than selling opportunities, right? If you are a buyer, when everyone else is old, that great Caddyshack movie with, with, with Rodney Dangerfield, he's on the phone with this guy out on the golf course and his broker's saying, but everybody's selling and he'll say, then buy, but everybody's buying, then sell. Look, doing what the opposite of what's being done by a lot of people who are getting emotional about their money, in fact, historically has been a good position and strategy for trading. If you bought, I don't know about 29, it's a little before my time. George Washington is outside. I was here for his inauguration. I don't really remember 1929. It was a crash I did not participate in. However, I was here for the crash of 87. And if you were smart enough to buy, be buying while everyone was getting very emotional and selling this market off hard and you held that position, it was a profitable trade. If you traded and were able to feel the pain and live through the pain of the 2007, 8, and 9 financial crisis, it did take nine years to get back to even. They put $800 billion into buying out uh, failed banks for, first of all, we did lose a couple of them, obviously, like Lehman Brothers and whatnot. But if you were able to hold on to that one, it took nine years to get back to even. But once again, it was a profitable trade if you bought when everyone else was selling. And then we've obviously got the COVID crisis. On February 12, 2020, right, the markets were trading at record highs across the board. The bank's balance sheets were in a spectacular position. The consumer was in the best best situation of all of many, many decades. And the confidence in the marketplace was good. The retailers were doing good. Everybody was doing good. That's Feb 12, 2020. Now, if you think about it, that we had already gotten an inkling about COVID. No one really believed that the, 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 the powers that be in this country were in complete denial about it. And it wasn't until February 12th when we hit a record high in the market and we started to assimilate and understand and digest the news of what was happening across the world. Did we see that incredible six-week sell-off that we now call the crash of COVID from 2020 on March 23rd when the market bottomed out? Coming off that record high on February 12th, and that is one thing, a little tidbit about crashes, they usually did happen when markets were coming off of their record highs. We've seen it happen time over time, kind of makes sense. However, let's talk about it. So we had the crash of COVID, March 23rd, market sold off the Dow, 10,800 points. If you bought, now we know it only took three or four months to get back to even. 2007 crisis, it took nine years to get back to even after the stimulus package of $800 billion because it was a made, look, the nooks and crannies of the mortgage crisis are severe. It's a story you need to go read about because what ended up happening was they started selling houses to people who could not afford houses. They were giving credit cards away to people who had no business getting a credit card. They would then package these bad debts and bad loans. They would sell them down the line. Into They'd put them in another box with a nice bow and sell that bad debt, sell that bad debt. By the time we realized that there was a lot of bad debt, absolutely all over the world, that was what caused that crash to happen. We know that the crash of COVID obviously came from the fact that on February 12th, we were at a record high. On March 23rd, we started to understand that people were dying in the streets in China, in the Middle East, in Italy, and in New York City, and all over the world. We realized already then, the beginning of it, the magnitude of this geo-global massive health crisis that was going to cause everybody from the hills of Kathmandu to the bottom of Antarctica, not a human being on earth 
who was not affected spiritually, emotionally, financially, and health-wise by the pandemic of 2020. However, we have to look at the different components that make up each crash. And we did find that the $3 trillion that the Federal Reserve put in over the first four months after the COVID crisis is what got us back to even by August 12th. Think about it. March 23rd, we hit a record low in the S&P 500 and the Dow within that time span. By August 12th, we were back to even. By the rest of that year of 2020, we were up 20%. And going forward, we were up 21% for 2021. It wasn't until the beginning of 2022 when we realized that the world was coming out of this crisis, that we had flushed way too much money into the marketplace, even though I'm a fan of what j did. But it obviously caused the inflation and all that's sort of happened since then. So when is a good time? Question number one, a good time to invest in the market. Look, if you love a leather jacket and you see it at Macy's for 700 bucks, but you don't have 700 bucks, it seems a little bit pricey and it suddenly goes on sale for $500. You may wait and go, maybe it's going to go on sale more. If you see things that are on sale, eventually you're going to get to that point. You're not going to run for the hills. You're going to go, I love that jacket. I've always wanted it. At $400, I was about to pay $700. I'll buy it at $300. I'll even buy more. I'll even buy two of them. At $200, I surely will. Well, what we saw happen in 2022 when the whole tide turned, raising interest rates, the tech sector starting to take down the market, one of the hardest most challenging years of 2022 was to us, stocks were down 70, 80, 90%. The absolute favorites of the moment that got us through the COVID crisis, that were the stocks that DocuSigns, the stocks that got us through COVID, the e-commerce companies, the Pelotons of the day, the GameStops, the mean meme stock phenomenon, stocks that went from three to 400, stocks went from Moderna, 330 to 500, the DocuSigns, the Pelotons, the... Um, what other stocks? Stocks that made our lives easier during COVID, like Airbnb, like DoorDash. Think about it. We were locked in place. We were sheltered in place at home. We were all ill. Healthcare stocks went up. Consumer staple stocks went up. The stocks that made it easier to navigate our lives within a COVID situation like DocuSign, like Zoom. Zoom, $30 to 600 and back to 30 right? So, I'm saying all this to say that there's always an environment there where you could sell the story. Now's the time to invest. When things are robust, things are doing well. You want to get on a train that's leaving the station and it's bound for glory. However, we know that stocks not only go up, they do go down. And we know this is an incredibly crazy, fast-paced world where it happens, right? What's the best thing you can do when shit happens is turn off the when shit hits the fan, Turn off the fan, clean up the shit, and get serious about what you're looking at your long game. If you're a teenager, if you're an 18 to 20-year-old, it has been said if you start to put money aside and put it into the S&P 500, disclaimer, this is not financial advice. I've heard if you do that as an 18-year-old and you do it every month and you do it every year going forward, dollar cost averaging, you will end up with a beautiful portfolio at the age of 60. When stocks that actually do make money go on sale, you do your due diligence, whether it's fundamental analysis or technical analysis, you find a spot where you love the story. We are the greatest consumer generation of our time. People are incredibly loyal customers. They like their Apple phones, disclaimer. They like their Nikes, disclaimer. They like all the things they love, whether it's Starbucks or Shake Shack or social media things. They like what they like and they support it, right? If you're an iPhone person, you've got uh, all iPhones 1 through 13. If you're a Nike guy, you've got 
got everything in pair they have. So as a consumer base, those may be companies you want to look at and invest in. When stocks are on sale and they're companies that make money and you like the products and you like the story, maybe you want to be invested in those companies. When the market is down, I know people who have been in the market and are down a significant amount are fearful of getting into the market or averaging into positions that are way down from where they bought them. And I get that. And I'm not somebody who's going to ever tell you to do that. But if you're a young person trying to figure out when to get into the market, today is the day to get into the market. It's never a wrong time to get into the market. At the end of the day, we've seen markets be at their record highs and go higher. We've seen the market at record highs and sell off. We've seen crises. We've seen crashes. At the end of the day, think of the long game. I'm talking to you about investing in stocks, not stuff. I'm talking to you about investing in your future. So if you were to ask me, when is the best time to get into the market? It is today. Start investing in your future. Start finding companies where you like the story and the stock and start putting money aside on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Start investing in your future. I promise you, you don't need all the stuff we have. We've got closets full of stuff. It is never the wrong time to invest in the market. Today and every day is the right time to start focusing on building a portfolio, getting involved in the market because historically over time, the market has done nothing but go up. Think about it. 140 years here at the New York Stock Exchange, we've had five opportunities where the market has actually been signified as a crash. Yes, we've had recessions. Yes, we've had inflations. Yes, we've had COVID. Yes, we've had all kinds of crazy things happen. Plane crashes, which obviously affected that sector, or E. coli that affected some of the food brands. We've always got a crisis, but that is not a time to not get into a marketplace, which historically, when everyone else is selling, it may be a great time to buy. When everyone is buying, it may be a great time to sell. Net, net overtime markets do nothing but go up, except for some of those opportunities where things come down. If you see something you like and it's on sale, it may be time to get your attention. And I'm talking to you about the number one question. I'm asked, when is the best time to get into the market? Trade like Einstein, Money News Network. There's no better time than today.